Well, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, live, and make decisions. And when even the experts sound convincing, but they disagree, how can we cut through the noise? And how do we sift through all the information overload and choose what governs our lives? Our leadership here at Grace has been processing these things and praying for all of us, so we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Right, Jeff? Right, Joe. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that, because otherwise, <laughs> what are we even doing? I don't know. It would be a real mixed message. If... Oh, yeah. that was... that's what happens when you get two dads in front of microphones. You're going to get at least one dad joke. Oh, we should do a whole episode just with dad jokes. Oh, we should. <laughs> Father's Day special. That's what we're... So you mark it down. If you're listening, you you let us know if that sounds appealing to you. That's right. Uh, we'll we'll call it the banana sets. <laughs> oh my! See what you have to look forward to. Terrible. Uh, this is going to be so so good. Uh, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, uh, Jeff, this question came in, and I actually, I'm. This is a creative one, honestly. Um, but this question came in, and it's asking. Um, especially if I understand it right, uh, what if we're, quote-unquote, wrong when we get to heaven? Um, it's these lines that get fuzzy for people. They're not exactly sure, I think this is what Jesus would want, I think this is what I should be passionate about. So many things that we can get really confident that's really only pseudo-scriptural at mm-hmm, best. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if we show up in heaven and we're like, yeah, Jesus, I was fighting for that thing, and he's like... <clears throat> That is not on my radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I would just plan on that if I was you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like seriously, like me too. Like I, I am confident. I'm a hundred percent confident that there are things that I think are so so important that Jesus uh, would look at me and say, "Jeff, you're totally overemphasizing that." Or sure. things I'm like, "That's not a big deal," and he's like, "That is totally a big deal." So. This idea that that we're going to understand theology, understand doctrine, understand Christian practice correctly um, is is an idea that we need to be careful with sure. and, and what we get super strong about, uh, especially things that are temporal, uh, uh, politics, um, uh, certain cultural norms, those kind of things like we need to be careful with them. So... I think to a degree, that's going to be true of everybody. Now, here's the other thing that I would say. As a Christ follower, I have within me the spirit of truth. Okay, yeah. So the Holy Spirit leads me to truth. God's Word is truth. Mm -hmm. And so if I am a a student and a, a receiver of the Word of God and the Holy Spirit is guiding me through the Word of God and then translating that into truth in my life, Um, and then that is not done in a vacuum because the church then brings uh, kind of community and boundaries to that. So if I uh, said—I was talking to um, a guy this morning, and he said, I had a friend, and the uh, the friend was like, "Um, I believe God wants me to have this— I'll call it a television. So he just picked it up and left the room with it. And it's like, well, later on when he was in jail. (laughs) So this is not like God told me and I walk outside the bounds of Scripture or God told me and I walk outside the bounds of of, uh, wisdom. 
But I do have the mind of Christ, the Apostle Paul says, because of Christ. I have the Spirit of God because of God. I have the Word of God, which is given to me by God, which means that I have quite a bit to work with, Yeah. right? And so I, I think when you approach the Scripture that way, um, and you major on the majors of Scripture, and you minor on the minors, we're all going to be off because we're not perfect, but you won't necessarily be out in left field. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you become a Christ follower and you decide to minor on Jesus uh, and major on how to raise your kids right, you're going to wind up in left field. Sure. If you decide to minor on uh, loving your neighbor as yourself and major on how God can multiply your money, mm-hmm. you're going to wind up in left field. But if you major on, I want to know Christ, I want to know the power of his resurrection, I want to share in his sufferings, I want to love him with my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and I want to grow more and more in my knowledge and my understanding Mm -hmm. of him through the word, and I want to love my neighbor, and I want to live out the one another's, I want to implement and try to get my head around the Sermon on the Mount you're going to wind up in the right ballpark. And um, as a as a, a formal student of Scripture, you know, a, a guy with his doctorate, studied the Bible uh, academically, I'm sure that I'm going to get to heaven and God's going to be like, Jeff, <laughs> what you thought about that was a little different. Sure. As a passionate follower of Jesus who wants to know him and be with him and follow him and serve him and love him and realizes that he said that one of the biggest ways that we do that is by loving other people, I'm real confident that when I get to heaven, Jesus is going to look and say, you didn't do any of that perfectly, son, but man, that that was my heart. Mm -hmm. You were chasing my heart. Well done. Well done, you know, and his grace and his mercy will care for my failings. Yeah. So that's what I would think about. I'm not. I'm actually personally. I'm not worried about being wrong because I want to be the most right about Jesus. Yeah. If you ask me a question about culture or politics or parenting, or I'm like, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I don't think I'm in left field on those things, but Jesus ultimately will judge those things. And I think that's where Paul talks about, you know, we will all stand before the refining fire of judgment. Mm-hmm. Our deeds and our life will go into the fire. He uses the uh, imagery of wood, hay, straw, and then precious stones and gold and silver. And he's like, the refining fire of judgment will bring that to bear. That does not mean that if you wind up with more precious stones and gold and silver than wood, hay, and straw, that you get to go to heaven what that means is God is going to burn away the places that were off track, and there's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be spiritually, it can be biblically, it can just be the distracted nature of our lives, sure. right? That temporal stuff will burn away. What I do for the Lord and what I try to give to God in worship will come out as uh, that wood, or, uh, I'm sorry, that gold, that silver, those precious stones. Those are the things of my life that have eternal value. But that's not a get into heaven or stay out of heaven right. thing. That is a, uh, God, this is how I try to serve you. This is what I worship you with, I offer before you. And the Bible says that we'll be rewarded with crowns. Mm-hmm. 
in, in those in those times. Um, but remembering in that all of this is by Jesus for Jesus. So what I do does not get me into heaven. Who Christ is gets me into heaven. Yep. And when I receive and I accept Him, I am sealed at that moment. So, so I would be careful with like worrying about that. Mm-hmm. And I would say major on Jesus, major on loving people. To me, that's hard enough. Yeah. Um, what that Old Testament passage actually means, I'm like, I, I, I think I, I think I know, but I'm open mm-hmm. to Jesus correcting me sure. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and I think that that in some ways is the big point. Uh, and by the way, read that passage. It's 1 Corinthians 3. That I lo- That's one of my favorite passages that Paul writes through. But um, I think that's kind of the point is like we're, we're pursuing this, this person who happens to be God, um, not trying to get a test 100% correct. Um, it's not about being right. It's about being connected with this person. Because if we're only pursuing, I want to be right, I want to be right, I want to be right, and we forget to... Um, grow in our affection for our Father, we could show That's up right. in heaven and almost be disappointed. Like, well, I thought I had the test all right. What's your problem, God? And it's yeah. like, whoa, 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 that's backwards. Joe, I think <clears throat> that's a massive, uh, massive and good point. Like, the Christian life is not about being right. The Christian life is about being like Christ. And I'm not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what God's grace and mercy is. But that pursuit of of uh, what does love require of me, who is Christ, how did he live, how can I work that into my life? And that's why Jesus said, you know, when he was asked by the by the, the young religious leader, what's the greatest commandment? Jesus said, you know, the greatest commandment is love your neighbor, or, or, I'm sorry, is uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. He said, the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And then he said this, it's important. He said, all the law and all the prophets hang Mm -hmm. on those commandments. So if loving Jesus and then that love for Jesus being expressed and my love for my neighbor is the thing. Yep. And I tell you guys, um, you're talking to a guy who uh, has nerded out on the Bible more than most and been in classrooms and in books and wrestled with deep questions. and, And, but I can tell you this, that I have plenty of trouble loving Jesus and loving my neighbor. <laughs> I, I don't really need to uh, try to figure out the nuances of what the uh, uh, how Jesus played it out in the Old Testament and whether that theophany was an angel or was the Son of God. Like, I think I know the answer to that. I know what I would teach on it. I need to know Christ, yep. and I need to know... The, the power of the resurrection. I need to share in his suffering. Mm-hmm. I need to carry the weight that Jesus carried and feel the pain that Jesus felt, especially toward people. Yeah. So th- if, if people's sin isn't breaking my heart, if their lostness isn't igniting a passion with me, if I'm not passionate about their souls because the world is a messed up place, and Jesus probably will come back mm-hmm. before sooner rather than later is my guess. And I'm like, that has to be what wakes me up in the morning. Um, the theophany of the Old Testament is not what needs to wake me up in the morning. It's curious. It's helpful in my knowledge of God. So I'm, I don't want to devalue those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's 
that's not what I should be giving myself to day in day out. And I, and I so I think your point is just important, mm-hmm. right? That that um, minor majoring on that major. I, I've often joked a lot and said, um, I think we could preach John three sixteen and seventeen, John three sixteen and seventeen every week, and never get the full depth of it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. So being winning at Bible trivia is not the issue. Uh, coming up for a formula that applies to everything else is not the issue. Uh, God's will in heaven done on earth is is the issue. Yeah. You know, it's what Jesus taught us to pray. Um, so I would just go there. And those are those are just harder to miss on. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they really are. I love you could preach out of that for a long, long time and we still would never fully understand the depth. It's so good. Yeah, I um especially in light of this uh question, you know, what if we're wrong we'll get to heaven? Um, you know, we're it's almost like we're just like God's inviting us to move in with him. Like, hey, I got a big place. Why don't you and your family come here with me? As opposed to like, hey, there's a paradise mansion for me. I can be alone. And then all of a sudden, like God's there. Like, well, I didn't even agree with you. What are you doing here? Yeah. Like, it's like the invitation is to join our heavenly Father. It's yeah. not, can I get paradise at the end of my life? Um, and that's a very different mindset. And I, I want to invite people, and I want to be excited about. I get to pick God's brain. I get to hang out with Him. I get to you know, do all these things. He gets to explain to me how life works, how, why he created this forever. That blows my mind and gets me so excited. I don't want to apart from him. And if I'm just worried about being right, like I might not be thinking about that at all. That's right. That's absolutely right. I, I, you know, we, here at Grace, we hold the Bible in very high, very highly, very, uh, extremely high view of Scripture, extremely high value of Scripture. Knowing the Bible is not the call of Jesus. Right. So knowing Christ. So we ask questions like this, uh, am I loving Jesus more and more? Most folks don't even know how to answer that. Yep. Uh, and then I would ask it, so am I growing in Christ? I'm like, well, are you loving Jesus more and more? Are you Does your knowledge of him deepen your love for him? If it doesn't, then that knowledge is just puffing you up. Right. So I, gr- I grow more and more of in the grace and the knowledge of knowing him. And, I, and the primary place that we know Christ is through his word, empowered by his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Here's the second question. Am I loving my neighbor more and more? Yeah. So if I'm trying to f- if I'm trying to figure out my politics biblically, I'm way spending the wrong. Like, am I love? Am I trying to figure out how to express love to my neighbor, or what we say here at Grace often is how to make Jesus make sense? Mm-hmm. If I'm majoring on those things, I'm probably on the right track. Sure. Um, and I and I don't think we're gonna wind up being wildly disappointed in, in heaven. Um, I think you can go to heaven uh, knowing the Bible. I think I think you can go into eternity knowing the scriptures inside and out and being spiritually dead. That was exactly the charge that Jesus made to the Pharisees. Yep. He said, you're whitewashed tombs. You, 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 know my, you know the word, but you do not know me. Yeah. Right? They did not even recognize their own, the Messiah that they prayed for every day. Yeah. 
So my greater fear is that. Sure. Yeah. Is is uh, do I know Christ? Have I communicated? journeyed with people. By the way, I don't think loving Jesus is an academic exercise. When I fell in love with Heidi, it's not because I went and studied and read books on women, mm-hmm. right? I knew a person that I've fallen more and more in love with over the last 30 years. Yeah. Um, you aim for that, you're going to be pretty stinking close to a bullseye when you when you talk to the Lord. Absolutely. You said something earlier that really got me thinking. You know, in the context of uh, marriage or dating, people will talk about like winning arguments, and it's like, did you did you really win? Because now yeah. just the other person feels terrible and is mad at you for you know just being quicker with the tongue than they are, or something like that. And uh, and your relationship might be more fractured, even though well, I guess you proved you're right. Yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense in those close relationships. But that really plays out with our neighbor. That's you know, right. we we have this tendency and this um, this desire to be correct, and we see it, you know, play out on social media all the time. See, I'm right. See, here's this article. See, here's the thing. But if we're trying to love people, well, did we win anything? Are we are we proving the point? Um, I just had someone come up to me not too long ago, and they were. Um, it was actually really making me angry, if I'll be honest. They were almost celebrating someone that had kind of gotten their just desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't remember if it was like a tragedy or if it was like they finally got the punishment due to them or something like that. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, do do you – are you blind to the fact that like their family is devastated? Yeah. That this happened to their son? Like that mother yep. is crushed, even if – he deserves the punishment or deserved the repre- you know replications of what he was doing like that mother is like i can't believe this is what became of my son yeah. his brothers his sisters his network they're it's tragic but we're so over here like see i was right that's what should have happened that we lose the ability to be compassionate and love our neighbor yeah and that that's all an expression that's a reflection of your heart mhm so when when I'm when I'm celebrating somebody else's pain, or I'm even celebrating uh, somebody else's justice, yeah. you know, the, the the scripture says, "Vengeance is mine," saith, says the Lord. Like yeah. that, that's not even my place to to celebrate that. I can long for it. I can be satisfied with it. Yeah. But the fact that now somebody else uh, got the pain that I wish they got, I'm like careful with that because God does not interact with us that way. Yep. And so that I'm looking for that stuff more and more. You know, I, I grew up in a setting where you were playing music backwards to see if Satan said something. <laughs> and as an adult I look and I'm like, just play it frontwards. Like there's pl- <laughs> plenty there. You know? Um I you have a Starbucks cup here and I I've heard people like see the Starbucks whatever she is and I'm like <laughs> No, I, I remember one time I was talking to a guy, and he was talking about the Apple logo. He's like, you know why it's got a bite taken out of it? Because of Adam and Eve. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Like, th- there are so many bigger things in the world than to look for those things. Because yeah. Adam and Eve ate an apple. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. It just says fruit. We don't <laughs> yeah. even know if it's an apple. Yeah, So, but, but, the, but I'm like, that's the stuff that I think Jesus 
is going to look at us and be like, guys, come uh-huh. on, come on, come on. But that's the very thing that will, it's those kind of things that will cause us to withhold love from people. Yeah. Like people don't even know what those things are. And, and, uh, and, and I'm just like, we don't need to look for boogeymen. That's God's job. We need to look for broken men yeah, and broken women and the good Samaritan, who was the neighbor? It was the one who showed mercy, Jesus yep. said. And I'm like, that, that's our job. And of course, bringing the truth and the vitality of the gospel into that. And I am in no way saying don't speak truth to lies and things like that. But I'm like, we don't, that's where we get, if I was going to look God in heaven and say, man, I, I let everybody know about the Apple logo. Jesus is like a computer. <laughs> like, I don't even care. <laughs> Like, did you let anybody know about the love of, of my love for them? Yep. So it's that stuff that I'm like, when I, when that stuff starts to surface in my heart, which it does all the time, um, that's where I, I want God to be very disruptive to me because yep. my heart's way off, um, Way off, way off base when when I start giving myself to those things. Yeah, that's awesome. I think if we can continue to avoid um, pursuing how correct we are, but instead look to how can we build up a relationship, how can we connect with somebody, um, we're going to find ourselves in a much better position, offering much better. Truth, uh, truth is much better received when love has been accepted. Yeah, absolutely. And so you, it's not one or the other, but it is probably one before the other. Yep. And and sometimes you can't. I mean, there's a place for just telling people the truth, but boy, when you can, uh, mm-hmm. I think that looks closer to Jesus's heart. Yeah, and even that. Um, I bet most of those times are with people that you have a relationship with, exactly. not the random person. That's exactly right. So that's yeah. really, really good. Well, um, I hope this was helpful and fruitful for you as we navigated through this and just are trying to say, Lord, how do we best connect with you uh, and other people? And uh, if you have questions like this that you would like us to address, make sure you submit those at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. We'd love to put those in the hopper and get those uh, talked about here as soon as we possibly can. If we can help you take any unique next steps or if there's something we can be praying for you about, don't hesitate to reach out. And if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more of it and spread the word, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. If you're looking for a church home, we'd love to have you join us here at Grace if you're in the Akron area or even online if you're out of town. And uh, we're just glad to be with you here today. So thanks for jumping in with us as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. See you next time.